Whether you're trying to win a new love, get over an old love, or just keep your current love alive, we could all use a tune-up in the romance department every now and then. Thankfully, music is cheaper than therapy, and we have a selector today who picks some special songs to help you achieve your relationship goals. What's up, everybody? This is Pam Torno, and you're listening to Select Five, a show where you get to know the Bay Area's movers and shakers through a conversation about five songs that matter to them. It's Valentine's Day, folks. Even if you're not listening to this episode on Valentine's Day, it's still going to be Valentine's Day for the duration of the episode, because we all need to take care of our hearts no matter what day of the year it is. With that in mind, we asked our friends and listeners to send us anonymous questions about their love lives, and in return, they'll get a special song dedication from a special selector. Joining me now is my good friend and Select Five's first repeat guest, Chef Sarah Kernan, still to my mind one of the brightest stars of Oakland's restaurant scene. Uh, But Sarah is just as passionate about music as she is about cooking, and her mission right now is to serve up tasty love tunes to nourish your weary hearts. I've had the pleasure of spinning records alongside Sarah many times. I love her taste, and I've been looking forward to seeing what she has to say about all your secret confessions. Sarah, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, before we get to your listener questions, our listener questions, uh, I want to get real f- for a minute. Uh, how many times would you say a DJ has saved your life? i feel because i well i feel like this was inspired by a conversation we had about how much you love the old time call-in radio shows yeah Yeah. i would say um i recently returned uh, from back home and back home is barbados and um i'm always in love with how well done radio is uh, in the caribbean um there's a lot of call-in radio shows and there's just like Music. It doesn't seem like there's there's actually there are actual disc jockeys playing music and playing music that doesn't even make any sense or has in, in the same genre. Yeah. And so yeah, I I just it was a a DJ. Uh, he's still a DJ um, who is Patrick Gollop, who had a a show called Heartbreak Hotel, and people would call in and ask for love advice. And you know some of the questions were made up, but. It was just his response and that some of the songs that he chose that um, I would say, yeah, that's one of the things that really inspires me in terms of, uh, well, I feel about a DJ saving somebody's life, not necessarily mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're all good at dish, dishing out advice. Exactly. Maybe not so much as taking it. Um, so, are, so would you say that any of the songs that you chose are any of these ones that you have turned to in your time of need? <laughs> Definitely um, Ashford and Simpson for like breakups uh, or for for trying to woo somebody or so that's a time of need as well. Yeah. So um, yes, definitely uh, James Ingram um, and the song that I chose for, by him um, and Quincy Jones turns up a lot for me in the love department. Too. We just <laughs> we just gave it away, but that's okay. <laughs> Sorry. You don't know. That's okay. Um, well, you know what? Let's get to our listener questions because that's what people are listening to this episode for. Um, so, number one, 
Uh, number one is, my partner is so kind, wonderful, and generous. Sometimes it feels like I just can't do enough to show him how much I love and appreciate him. That's my own insecurity. He never makes me feel this way. Any advice on how to express my deep appreciation for this incredible person? Signed, Lost in Love. Uh, that is a very relatable question, Lost in Love. And uh, we we got actually a very similar question from another listener and you know this is not the worst problem to have as far as love problems go uh sarah tell us about the song you have in mind for lost in love it's a uh, james ingram compliment what she does send her roses just because james ingram uh, rest in peace just uh, a beautiful voice, a be- beautiful talent, and I think that that song just reminds us about the simple things that, that love brings, you know, and h- how we need to acknowledge and tell our partners and friends every day that we love them and the things that we love about them. Yeah, it's funny to be like breaking down this, you know, kind of very simple radio hit. Or, mm-hmm. You know, this is actually on the same album that has Just Once, just which one, is the yeah. bigger the bigger hit to yeah. me. Uh but kind of putting aside who he's speaking to, because he's clearly like a hetero man giving other hetero dudes <laughs> advice on how to keep their lady happy. Um, I do think there's, you know, like you said, there's there's wisdom in these lyrics. I think the one that I am thinking of is Sacrifice If You Care, buy her some moonlight to wear. <laughs> if there's one more star, one more star she wants, go all the way. So, I mean, I guess we don't think about like making sacrifices when we when we love someone. But, And his line is just because. That's the line I love. Do you know what I mean? Because he's at the end of the day, he is giving all of this advice and telling us all these things that we should be doing. But it's not for any particular reason, but it's just because. Yeah, it's just because. Um, I mean, I think some of the advice is a a little corny, like not everybody's going to buy flowers. But I think it's just a, like it's the little things. I think it's all an accumulation of little things. Is basically the 80s what the was corny though. The 80s was super corny. <laughs> it's super corny. But if you can see past the corn, you will you will find sage advice here. There you Thank go. you. Thank just you. because. <laughs> just because. Uh, all right. So question number two. I'm afraid to tell my girlfriend I love her. I'm also afraid of what me being afraid means. Signed, same gender loving SGL. Ooh. This is a tough one because saying I love you for the first time, it's hard for anybody, right? The first time. who wants? Nobody wants to be the first to say it. It's a hard hurdle to jump. So what song do you have? What song should we turn to? I believe I chose the Bee Gees. And I think it was How Deep Is Your Love. And, uh, you know, once again, the 70s were also slightly corny uh, because we did get the Bee Gees. But then I think over the years, we realized that their love was deep for music and their songs to me are are really some of the best love songs ever written. And and I'm sorry, I'm I'm just going to say that uh, because um, I like the story of the Bee Gees. There's a lot of 
you know. They have a great story. There's a lot of like straight gayness going on. There's a yeah, lot of yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. bad teeth and British. And, you know, <laughs> They're Australian, but, just, but yes. But the way that they were able to package themselves and go literally from England to Australia to America, like they traveled the globe as children. And then they ended up, you know, having some of, I think, I can't even remember how many number ones they have, but they have a lot of number one music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that song just, um, I think it's a documentary, uh, greatest, uh, the, are you talking about the Bee Gees documentary that was on HBO? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, I, I believe it's called, how can you mend a broken heart? How can you? Yeah. And, and that, if anyone and who just, has not seen that highly recommended, that so most good. definitely, um, and it's just the, all the crescendo, the beginning of that song is just like, that's when you're going to, that's the song I want to tell somebody I love them to for the first time, because it's got, it gives a little bit of humor because it's the Bee Gees, but the song is just, it's a serenade. It is a serenade. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I'm going to share something. Ooh, okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's actually not that deep. Um, no, but when, when you gave me the songs that you chose for this episode, Steve, my husband, and I listened to it in the car, and we, we were driving home, and when we got home, we were parked, stayed in the car until the song was finished, because we had to, because it, you know, it's oh, very, I'm, like, I, how, do you, how do you not fall in love when you hear those harmonies Correct. with the Brothers Gibb? Correct. Impossible. Impossible. Correct. <laughs> Um, but actually, uh, you know, addressing specifically this person's issue, um, mm -hmm. being afraid of, I don't, you know, I guess I feel like, you know, part of me wants to give some practical advice too, because I feel like if you think about what it is you're afraid of, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like if you tell them that you love them and they say, well, I don't love you back. It's probably not a person you want to be with anyway. So like, what's. Ooh, um, you know, I don't know where I heard this, but I think it was on the podcast last week when somebody was talking about being in love. And she said, um, I never want somebody to tell me they love me back when I tell them I'm in love because it's it's just like the forced response, you know. Ah. Um, and I think that is true. And sometimes I feel like you know, like you said, this this radio show is cheaper and music is cheaper than therapy. But there's sometimes when I think you're telling somebody you love them to gauge where the relationship's going as well. So mm. just because that person doesn't respond with I love you or you've got fear around it, I think there's that's how how deep is your love? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like where where are really we going think about with it. this? Yeah. So think I mean about it that was it. Yeah. yeah. It's like what it like you gotta think about it. And that raises fear. So I think the the, the listener has a, a reason to feel fearful. But you know what? It, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. It's all good. You know, the line that really resonates me now that I'm an adult, <laughs> the line in the song that resonates with me the most, because uh, we're living in a world of fools breaking <laughs> us down when they all should let us be. We belong to you and me. Uh, all right. Question number three. How do you keep the fire burning after 11 years and two kids? It's so easy to let the days slip by and there's so much competing for my attention. Gone are the days, for now anyway, of a long weekend getaway where we could focus on each other, discover something new, and have tons of fun sex. Nowadays, we're lucky if we have enough time to check in about our day before we passed out from exhaustion. Signed, Mom Who'd Like to Fuck. First of all, mom who'd like to fuck wins the award Hello. For, for best pseudonym. 
Second, this is an amazing question. Uh, people have complicated lives, right? Everyone's too busy with work, with kids. Time slips away. Sarah, tell us about your song dedication. Uh, I chose me some Culture Club, and uh, <laughs> I chose the song Time. That song, and I, I think this is, I'm seeing a theme in the songs, I think, like amazing intros. Like that song has, again, like a synthesized intro that is really oh, that beautiful. Yeah, and, yeah, I and love very, it. And, and like I think you commented it, this is one of my favorite Culture Club songs. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, Boy George was 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 killing it back in the 80s. And once again, the 80s produced some really good or great love songs. And that song, um, I remember the album back in the day of like going to, H- to uh, HMV and purchasing that yeah. album. I was 13 years old and <laughs> it was a lot of paper rounding that I did. And my parents were really worried about my brother and I that we were listening to a lot of white music. Um, but we popped that on the, um, we popped that on our Akai stacked hi-fi. Yeah. And um, I remember my dad going, Okay, I like this this person. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, that that song uh, that could make me shed a tear. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Just because I feel like, especially going back and listen, reading the words when I was looking when I was researching some music for the show, because um, it's it is time is 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 like a forced concept as well. You know what I mean? And so there's this like. We change and we morph into all these different things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it sounds like mom that wants to fuck is like living, you know, this um, this life that is is around time. You know, like yeah. things have changed. They have kids now. And yeah. There's, you know, people are working and there's COVID. There's all this, you know, yeah. shit going around. And so... Oh, wait, I chose to say shit instead of bull. Wait, sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> there's all of this stuff that's going around that makes us forget about why we got together, why things are the way they are. Um, and time is, once again, just, it's going to change, but you could always be mom that wants to fuck yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's funny. I had a slightly, I guess, different thought about what the song meant. And I love that you're making me think about culture club <laughs> lyrics and what they mean, because I, I never get to have that conversation with anyone except you, Sarah. Um, so I I think time is a finite resource, right? Mm-hmm. We have to think about how we're spending it and we have to make time for our priorities. So time won't give me time, which I felt like meant like you put the time in, you don't get time back. It's gone. And... So what I'm hearing loud and clear from mom who'd like to fuck is that sex is a priority. So use your precious time to have the sex that you want. (laughs) You, you, maybe you cannot do the wake, you cannot do the weekend getaway anymore, but you can still make time for sex. So thank you, boy, George. (laughs) It could have been so much more. We got nothing but time. <laughs> exactly. Getting real deep about Culture Club. Uh, all right. Are you are you ready for the next listener submission? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Hit me. This one comes from Jill, uh, who simply says, 
I miss my dead ex-boyfriend. I am married. Signed, Jill. Uh, wow. I don't, I don't have a lot to go on here. I'm going to assume that Jill, if that is in fact their real name, uh, is somewhat consumed by the thought of the dead ex-boyfriend to the point that it may be detrimental to the marriage. Sarah. I don't know about that. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, maybe. I think you know who this person is. So what? Your song, your song answer to Jill. First of all, he dead anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So he's not coming to break up nothing. No, but the first song that came to mind, and I don't know where that came from, was (laughs) Haircut 100. Yes. And Love Plus One. Also from that, 1982 is a big year for you. Really I'm, I'm was. feeling it. Uh, <laughs> I have known and loved this song for decades. Nick Hayward. Is and it I, Nick, Nick Hayward? Nick Hayward, yeah. yeah. He was only in for that one album, Pelican West, 1982. Yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, go, go on, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I never, I just, I actually just picked this up on, you know, it was an $8, wow. I finally found it's not a rare album by any means, but you never find it here. And then I went home to Rochester and I found it and I was uh-huh. really excited. Anyway, sorry. Uh, I, I have never, I never understood what the lyrics to this song meant. Like, I I thought they meant nothing. Or they meant something only to the person who wrote the song, but they don't let anyone in on the secret. Like, what what the hell does, where does it go from here? Is it down, down to, to the, the lake, lake I, I fear? What the hell does that mean? I mean... I, it must be where were they from the beautiful north i think uh or somewhere like no omd like duran duran they're all from like the midlands i think and okay. like i'm thinking it must be a saying i haven't looked it up but it must have been down to the oh, lake like regional, something huh. yeah like a regional saying because it just doesn't make any sense yeah, yeah. but um the whole ay yeah 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 <laughs> And the the different tones in the song, it's yeah. um, and they had a black drummer who was actually, I think played was like a session became a session drummer afterwards, and I was always just like, this is a very for anyone who's not familiar with Haircut One Hundred, they're very like preppy British preppy white band. British like yeah. he he was he was definitely a cornball like an eighties <laughs> cornball, but you know yeah that skinny you know lanky white guy with the the high hair as I call it. Um, but um, that song, that song also rocks and has a great intro. The eighties, I gotta do some research. Like their intros were killing it in yeah. the eighties. Yeah, because it's his is acoustic guitar. I think. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah, an acoustic... yeah. And then you, the the marimba comes and then in. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have the the that eighties saxophone. Uh-huh. I love. Uh-huh. I mean, I know people think, wow, saxophone. No, but that I, song I though kill, does slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. It does. <laughs> but okay, well. Lo- this person misses their dead ex-boyfriend and you chose love plus one so what i ca- i think it's quite bad that there's love now but there's a plus one that's still there lingering you yeah, know yeah um i hope Everybody he didn't drown in the lake yeah i fear yeah <laughs> but um i um i'm a cornball so i can say it with with strength but um yeah that just that song came to mind and i think it um it's lighthearted. I think this question may not be real or it is. And sorry, Jill, if it is, but, um, and I wanted it to be playful. And yeah. that is a playful pop song to yeah. me. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I think maybe for a lot of people, even if it's not a dead ex-boyfriend, it's somebody, everybody has a romantic past. Yeah. It makes you who you are. Exactly. Um, you know, embrace it and uh, figure out how you can uh, transcend or transform those feelings if you want to stay in this happily married state, I guess. so. And, and respect the plus one, you know, like th- there was, we don't know. She may have still been with him when he passed. I don't know. Yeah. My head's going in all these places. We can only say, yeah, so, we only know what we know from Jill. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't give us much more. She did. They did not no. give us. They did not. But yeah, I, I, well, like I said, another great pop song. Que- we're already at question number five. That's what? crazy. Um, okay, question number five. I, I don't know whether to take this one seriously or not. Uh, but here goes. I'm, uh, I'm in my forties, and I seem to be getting a lot more. How shall I say, gaseous the older I get? It's funny for now, but I'm worried that this farty party is getting out of hand and I'm living in fear of letting a big one loose during sex. What do I do? Signed, a lady in her 40s that probably needs to stop eating cheese. Okay, this this is not a real question. And maybe it is a real question, but it's not a real problem. But, <laughs> but we're going to talk about it. I think a funny question deserves a funny answer. Uh... Sarah, we're just going to let a, a clip of your song play in response to this one, shall we? It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. But when I see you hanging about with anyone, it's uh, not we are not dietitians, we're not doctors. Uh, so I feel like Lady in Her 40s could use some practical advice on top of the jokey song response, Sarah. Maybe your expertise as a chef, can you give some digestive tips to help alleviate the gas? <laughs> Originally, I picked Roses by Outcast for this response. <laughs> um, but, um, I, you know, as somebody who just walked in the door and said that they've stopped eating cheese, I think that our diet has to change as we get older, you know? Yeah. And that's just a fact. And um, I chose Tom Jones because I wanted to keep it light. Yeah. And Tom Jones to me is, um, they used to call him the uh, the the black Welsh singer. Uh, and I think way back oh, when, really? when they did his, uh, his genealogy, is it genealogy? Yeah. That he had a, a black ancestor. And I think Tom Jones is also one of the most underrated singers as well. The man is a crooner. And he um, he he delivers he delivers it well, you know. And as we get an, uh, older, things tend to happen, and so the, and it's not unusual. And it's not unusual. <laughs> <laughs> and you still will be loved. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I'm I'm assuming that you're comfortable enough, lady, in your forties, in your relationship, <laughs> that perhaps if you did let one loose. Your partner would be okay with it. I mean, not okay with it, but they wouldn't stop having sex with you. That part. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, Tom Jones, yeah. Nobody sings. Why does no, nobody sings like him? I don't think, ooh, um, I shouldn't. Well, Shirley Bassey also came out of Wales, and I think she was like. Oh, the, is it a Welsh thing? It's a Welsh. It might be a Welsh thing. Um, ah. The air is different out there. <laughs> <laughs> is it? 
I don't I don't want to make any like <laughs> jokes about Welsh people. But is no. it is it cheap? Is it the presence? Oh of- no, it's like it's fresh. It's cold. It's crisp. It's mm. on the coast, and um, the Welsh are very interesting people. Yeah, and uh, I think they have one of the they have a town in Wales that's called Aganabuflu. I don't want to say and mess it up, but it's the longest word in the world. What? Um, they have a they have a language which is dying. Um, that has some words have no uh, vowels in them. Uh, it's oh, it, I think I've seen. Yeah, yeah. It, Wales is an interesting place, um, and I think once again, Shirley Bassey was called like the female Tom Jones because ah. they're in the same age category, uh, and I think they both made soundtracks for 007. Yeah. Um, oh wait, I know Shirley Bassey did Tom Jones. I think Tom, he, Tom, Tom Jones might be like on an octopus. An earlier like uh, what's his name, Sean Connery. Don't quote me on that, but I seem to think that he 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 sang a song that was on. A Sean Connery 007. Okay, we'll Google we'll, that. We'll afterwards. Google that. But um, yeah, I think that um, you know that that life makes you makes you rugged and makes you thick, you know. And and it's 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 really country. It's it's country. It's country is country. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's beautiful. And I think Tom Jones is is like the ambassador of of Wales. Okay. <laughs> Our producer has just Googled for us, and the answer is Thunderball. Thunderball Thunder- is the song. Tom Jones? Yeah. Yes! Uh, wait, which year? Ni- probably 1960. Okay. 65. 65. Okay, yes. There we go. Okay. I, my, I'm always. <laughs> the music knowledge that is tucked away in my yeah, brain. You, is... only, you can only make room for so many things. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um, well, that was question number five. Now, normally. It is our custom on the show to keep it to five selections, but we got more than five submissions. Uh, so we're going to do, do a few more. Okay. Uh, this next one is very short and to the point. The question is, I want more attention from my man. Signed, guess. I I don't know if that was a challenge to you or to me who to guess who, who sent that in. I, don't, I, I honestly have no idea. Uh, but it sounds like they are uh, feeling a little neglected, and that's no bueno. What's your love song dedication, Sarah? Hope she don't throw some hot all over you. Um, but <laughs> it is Al Green um, simply beautiful. <laughs> wow, that that was great. That was an awesome Al Green. That was awesome. You got to be good to me. I'm gonna be good to you. There's a whole lot of things. Uh, yeah, great love ballad. Very simple, straightforward lyrics. Um, but I, I feel like I need some context. Why why this song for this person? Because I, I think everybody deserves to listen to a little bit of Al Green on Valentine's Day. And True. the album cover is slamming. He's in the big wicker chair. Yeah, the peacock uh, chair the pe- is all white. All He's white. Wearing He's white. wearing white. He's gone his high heels. Yeah. Um, and... Um, <laughs> I think, you know, that she needs to to embody Al Green for 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 her her, her person to uh give her some more attention. Hmm. Wait, so, so was this you feel like this is advice for her or is it advice to the partner that's neglect her man I, neglecting her? I think that not saying that she deserves to be neglected, but I'm saying 
be the peacock, be the chair. Do you know what I mean? Whoa. Be Al Green. And um, maybe um, Mr. Mann will, you know, stop neglecting. There's things we can do. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like we we all deserve attention, and yeah. sometimes we all tend to blend in with the furniture. Oh, I like where this is going. Furniture, peacock chairs. Okay, <laughs> but um, I just saw this woman walking past where we we're actually uh, recording this show, who obviously doesn't think we can see her, but she was puckering up her lips in the oh, window. Was she, was she putting lipstick on? She was no. She she walked past and she turned to the window and just you know, gave it a smooch. Oh, and, she was looking um, at her reflection. And so, you know, it, love is a reflection. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Being noticed, we gotta, we all have to stay in tune and don't fall into, you know, that, that, that hole of, of uh, just getting too comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, I also feel like, wasn't it, the first line in that song is something like, well, if I'm in love with you, I'm going to give you all my love or like I expect a lot of love in return. So I, um, I don't know the exact words, but the sentiment is something like, if I love you, uh-huh. I expect a lot of love in return. Yes. That's the sentiment. Yeah. 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 So I feel like maybe, maybe you are neglecting and the, and the person is also, your, your man is also feeling neglected. Are you both feeling neglected? Right. This could be a, this could be a two way thing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so somebody's got to take the first Al Green step. <laughs> we should let's let us only take that so far because Al Green <laughs> famously had some relationship troubles of his own, which you alluded to <laughs> with, with the hot oil. But in, forget the man. For, but the good for, reverend. The, yes. the good reverend came came up. He came up from that. He, he did. Rose he did. From he that. did. And and his songs are unassailable. Yes. Like forget the. It's the sentiment. Follow the advice. Not exactly. <laughs> do what he says, not what he does. Facts. Yes. <laughs> or not what is done to him. Or you're not. Oh, that's true. That was not. That was not his fault. Or was it? I don't know. I don't remember that. I don't. I don't even want to think about why. He, why that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but um, somebody felt the need to do it. Apparently, yeah, very painful. <laughs> and that's to have not hot, funny. Hot oil. I, hot somebody who has made their career lately out of frying chicken. Chicken grease is no joke. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, no. Let's don't never get never get yourselves in a situation where you're going to get hot oil thrown at you in any love situation. Ever. If you learn anything from this episode, it's that. Uh, okay, uh, we're at question number seven. Um, uh, partial disclosure: I do know who sent this in, but I'm not going to blow up their identity. Um, I need sexy. Uh, I need new sexy date night ideas. Ideally, that can be achieved in sweatpants. Help. Signed, East Baby Sweats. Uh, This is a very pandemic-era question because COVID turned us all into comfort-loving homebodies. And that doesn't mean we can't have date nights, though. So, Sarah, what song have you lined up for East Baby Sweats? It's a quarter after two. And there's no one around except me and you. It's a lazy afternoon. Yes. <laughs> it's Miss Ripperton herself. Um, that song is loaded in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, the 70s. Um, Minnie giving her her amazing love advice. And then, and then bringing um, 
Peebo Bryson, Bryson yeah. and Roberta Flack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, come on. I would have been like, that party must have been wild, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Minnie embodies, like, every cover of her album is simplicity. Do you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. just like, it's her in a house dress or her in a tube top. Yeah. And um, she's comfortable with and who she is. The, the, she's the got the baby's breath in her hair. Yep, yeah. Yeah. And she's just, and I think... You know, yeah, we shouldn't fall into that 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 trap of being too comfortable. But that song just to me is like I do I clean my house listening to that song. Oh, that's a good and one. And it yeah. just is it just inspires just like calmness in me. And um I think I chose that because, you know, there's cute sweatpants out there right now. Do you know what I mean? Like so, like have, yes, have some comfort at home. And, but uh, like if you home, if you want to wear your home out, like make it make it slap. And that song is also full of slap. It is full of slap. It's full of slap. And might I say, probably the most risque choice of of all the songs that you chose I, and i know you were going to choose you were going to choose some really nasty ones but we we dialed it back for you um but yeah no that i i kind of that's what I, that's what i love what minnie ripperton brings is like you know she's so she's so sexy herself mm -hmm. she's so elemental mm -hmm. um yeah but the, the just the way the the song you know it's a lazy afternoon there's a verse in there that's like, it's a quarter after two, and there's no one around except me and you. It's times like this that I'm living for. Mm -hmm. Shall we turn the lights down and lock the door? That part right there is epic. Yeah. 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 I mean, you don't really need to think about, if you're doing something in your sweatpants, I feel like you don't need to, you don't need to fancy it up. <laughs> you don't need to think about it as a date night. Like, you're already home and comfortable and... My heart begins to fall whenever you're around. I mean, um, I'm never coming down. I yeah. mean, the song is just going in so many directions. And then, like I said, and then you put Peebo Bryson, who was that man singing all of those love songs, you know what I mean? And which were major corn. But they, <laughs> but his voice, it, it was the deliverables. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you've got like Sister Roberta Flack, who is just like mm -hmm. probably looking through the window and just singing, crooning her piece. It's yeah, just, she's totally just background. She too. is the backup singer on yeah. that album. Yeah. And, and Michael Jackson's on that album. Like, oh, there's yeah. so many. Narada Michael Waldron, like. I get goosebumps thinking about like all of the talent in those rooms back then. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. I mean, now you can you can send your part into the studio. Do you know what I mean? Like it was all the, about the the party the at the studio. Yeah, yeah. it was. It, and that song it, makes me feel like it was just a fun song to make together. I bet it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they were probably wearing sweatpants. <laughs> It's that people. Not Minnie. I mean, she was probably wearing like some very sexy, like long floor length. Okay, caftan. Satin kind of, yeah. <laughs> the dress of track pants. Yeah. Uh, for anyone curious, this is the, it's from the 1980 album Love Lives Forever. Uh, get get yourself some Minnie Ripperton in your collection. For sure. She brings the sex. Uh, okay, we're going to do one more, which is actually two more. Um, because it's actually two. We got some very similar, similar questions. questions. Nice. Yes, I feel like this was kind of like market research for the select five audience because everybody is like older in long term relationships. They want to wear sweatpants and they're gassy. So Damn. here we go. <laughs> I'm thinking about dead exes. <laughs> I'm thinking about their dead dead exes. Um, okay, 
the OG asks, how do I keep the spark alive in a long-term relationship? And uh, similarly, we got, how do you spice up your love life after decades together? From longtime listener, first-time advice seeker. So, <laughs> I would like to say, I'll tell you a little joke about Ashman and Simpson. Years ago, I um, they used to play at the Hotel Nico in the city every Christmas. And uh, I would buy a ticket for one, which was me. And I think I, a, a, a partner might have broken up with me because of that. <laughs> but, what? Um, I Because I, would, uh, I wanted to see Ashman and Simpson on my own for some reason. I don't know. It was just a thing. Oh, I never wanted refu- to take oh, some. Oh, I thought, so like, they broke up with you because you you wouldn't take them, not because, because it's I like, wouldn't. why are you a fan of Ashford and Simpson? We're breaking no, up. Oh, no, okay. no. I was like, this is a solo project. But anyway, um, and secondly, um, I put a picture of Ashford and Simpson on Facebook a million years ago and said, my real parents. So my mother asked me to take it down. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but... If anybody who knows me is like, I have every single, every single Ashman and Simpson album. I um, Nick to me is just now he embodied everything, you know, like um, and the two of seeing the two of them on stage. You know, it's like I've gone to shows with partners and like somebody always wants to talk and they want to like ask you something. Oh, I see. That's why you don't want to bring somebody. Yeah, like, okay. Like just watching him and Valerie yeah. on stage to me was just like, and they embodied, like, I think they were one of the longest couples ever t- to be in like a music industry that were married together. They stayed together for Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she knew who he was and he who knew, he knew who she was, you know? Yeah. And, um... She all and they gave an antidote to every song that they would play. And so he she was saying how when she wrote I'm Every Woman, that she's like everybody thought she wrote the lyrics. And she said, Nick was out in the garden gardening, smoking his his garden stuff. And she was playing oh, on that, the piano. That's code, isn't it? She was playing on the piano. Um, and he walked in and she said, and he said, I'm every woman. It's all in me. And I mean, like, that to me was like, these are my real parents. <laughs> but <laughs> it was just like... Is your mother going to listen to this episode? Because... <laughs> let's let's not answer that. <laughs> but um, the point is, is that these guys obviously found a cure for love. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously complemented each other in so many ways, um, but were total opposite. The man was like six foot four or something. And she's like five foot one. I didn't know and, there was a huge height Oh difference. yeah, huge okay. height difference. Yeah. Um, you know, he came, I think he came to New York broke and as a dancer on sleeping on a, on a, on a park bench. And she was in a church that was giving out food to this to people on the streets and that's how they met and he came to church and they started to singing started singing together they've penned for Diana Ross and all the greats you know what i mean yeah, they've yeah. written music for everybody for I, Ray Charles like they were on Motown's pay payroll um, yeah. and so to me they just 
they just got me through my teenage years, and, and which is weird for a teenager at that time to be yeah. I think, into Ashford and Simpson because it was all about love and heartache. Yeah. Um, and so, but mendable heartache, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and I think that, yeah, their care, their their songs just also the beat, also just the soundtrack of my life. Um, but the lyrics were like the best, and that I, that's why I chose. That song found found a cure. Yeah. You know, I never really thought about their long-term relationship and how inspirational that is. Mm-hmm. And how they were able to rate so many amazing songs, not just for themselves, but for other people. Yeah. And how did they make it work? And I guess yeah. some of that, how they made it work is kind of baked into the lyrics that they wrote. Yep. I love like this one is like, it kind of goes into that groove after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love will fix mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I have to, I, Ooh, I had to, for your heartache. <laughs> yes. well, what, what is the it? It's, they say, don't take no medicine, take a little of this. It worked for me and it can't miss. Is the it just sex? Is the, is, no, is sex the, the it is it. It is it. It is it. It is the, I'm every woman walking into the room. It's like, I'm smoking weed in the garden. It's like, I, you know, like it's. It's it's Shaka Khan, it's Diana Ross, it's all the people they pay. It's like it is it. It, it I think it can be anything. Do they you know have what I mean? It. It, but it's it. Yeah. And somehow we just get what that means. Like that's why I think you know when we listen to Ashwin and Simpson, we just we're we're with them. We're on their ride, and I think that's the it. Well, it feels like <laughs> it while you're listening to that song, and I feel like you know. Even if you don't understand, because I still, I, I'm still not sure I know what it is. Well, she but says whatever it. it is. Whatever. I mean, it as is. she does ask, if she asks us, the audience, whatever it is, love will fix it. Mm-hmm. So whatever, whatever it is, love's going to fix it. <laughs> Those are good parents. Those are good parents they to are have. Really, really good parents. <laughs> and Very sorry wise. to my stepmom. No. <laughs> We don't mean it. We don't mean it. Maureen, you are loved. (laughs) Sarah, I knew this was going to be a wild ride with you, and you did not disappoint. Thank you for sharing your love dedications. Uh, Before we go, I have to ask, on behalf of all hungry Bay Area folks, uh, any pop-ups we should know about in the near future? What is in store for... 2023 what what can you talk that you can talk about i can't talk about it no (laughs) um i am in like sort of semi-retirement um you know spending a lot of time at home in my track pants listening to music um living the dream in other words uh yeah it's somewhat of a dream yeah but like i said i don't know whose dream it is um but i'm living it yeah um and I think I might be cooking at the end of February somewhere in the mission where I used to work, uh, the front porch. Oh, so um, yeah, we uh, we will we will see. But you should be there because it might be one of the to- last times you find me cooking in the bay. No, and that's it. <laughs> you and you end our Valentine's Day episode with a heartbreak. Thanks. <laughs> All right. In any case, we will follow you. We will keep following you on Instagram to keep up with what you're up to. Uh, That is a wrap on our Valentine's Day episode. Thanks to everyone who opened up their hearts and sent in questions. (laughs) Maybe we didn't fix your love lives, but we sure had fun trying. (laughs) 
Uh, we're going to share a playlist of all the songs that Sarah chose for this episode, plus a few other romantic selections. Uh, Select 5 is recorded inside the Acoustic Haven, known as Bar Shiru, the Bay Area's first hi-fi vinyl bar. A shout-out to Dan and Shireen for letting Ooh-hoo. us use the space. Each episode of the podcast is lovingly handcrafted by a team of three, Brian, Kate, and me, and that's the magic number. We love you for listening. We'll Ooh. be back soon. Peace. <laughs> Peace out. Peace out.